Are you looking for an open-minded perspective? Different view or a different take? Well, this is Lost in the Groove, society and culture podcast, donor culture, and deep dive. See here, we're all about the experience, all about the journey, and getting into the groove. Hey everyone, and uh, welcome to another bonus episode of Lost in the Groove. Uh, so this bonus episode I uh, recorded a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, I do apologize for the background noise. I did use the uh, voice recorder on uh, my iPhone uh, <laughs> to do the entire uh, podcast, but it was really cool. We were out at the beach, and... Uh, we were completely out of place. Um, we just had endless mimosas and brunch, and it was amazing. Uh, and we had this just really random, incredible conversation. I really hope you guys enjoy this video, and girls, and theys, and all you wonderful people. Um, and yeah, this is uh, the sixth bonus episode of Lost in the Groove. Have fun, everybody. Wait a minute, so you have this woman in an Uber that was a fitness coach. Right, yeah, so she's a, she's, well, technically it's a Lyft, the Lyft, the Lyft, a Lyft. Lyft, Uber, whatever, and she picked me up, whatever, so we started talking, and all of a sudden we just started talking about life, and she happens to be into, like, conspiracy theories. Ooh, thank you. And I started telling her about, because she mentions to me, um, like, the, the what Asian, kind of, Asian history and shit like that. What, what kind of conspiracy theories? Well, the shit that I always talk about, which is like, cheers, bro. So for some reason, she started mentioning her body and that it comes from her genes. That's how it started. It comes from her genes, from her ancestors. And then I'm like, that's crazy because, you know, Amazon women, the, the you know, um, Wonder Woman is actually supposed to be black because Amazonian um, warriors were from uh, from California. California used to be owned, we used to be an island, and it used to be um, full of um, full of uh, uh, Amazonian warriors that were mostly female, and the queen was called Khalifas. <clears throat> Look it up, it's crazy. It's called Khalifas, and then um, they see all the maps from like the French, the Indians, the, the, the Muslims, they all, they, all their maps had California as an island, separate from the United States. It used to be a separate island, they used to be called Khalifas. You mean before the, before the rivers dried up? Pretty much, yeah. It's crazy. And yeah, and they, they were the indigenous people from, from, from that, from California. So basically, and like there's, there's much more knowledge like that they don't let us have because they don't want us to know that. Black people have so much power, they have so much history, they have so much knowledge. And you know, in a way, yeah, they took away all their knowledge. But, you know, it's like, it's, it's crazy. To, shit. It's crazy to think because, like, in Native American culture, Los Angeles was considered the Badlands. That was what California was called a native tongue, was Badlands. Badland. And, you know, like, you look at Los Angeles today, it is Badland. Because, you know, look at, like, in the past 40, 50 years, you had the smog epidemic. You've had massive power outages. You've had forest fires. You you realize that there's been people that have been in this land for thousands of years and 
they knew how the land was. And we just came like two, I mean, this country's like, what, not even 200 years old yet? We're almost there. We're new. We're, we're really new compared to like other, other civilizations. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> so we just keep talking and she's like, you know, you're right, that, that, and we just keep talking and talking. And she starts telling me about the whole fitness thing that she does and da, da, da. And she starts talking about she wants to know more. So I, I start telling her about uh, Neil Armstrong, what he found in the moon. When he came back down and he went to Ecuador to look for the for the, for the golden tablets that have um, the, the golden library that's in, in the Thios Cave. There's a cave in Ecuador called the Thios Cave that it doesn't say it officially, but that's why um, Ecuador and Peru went to war because underground, um, underground there's uh, there's caves and the, the caves all go to a huge uh, uh, it goes to an underworld where there's giants. It's giant food, giant vegetables. Easy now. So there's this cave. It's under Ecuador, where there's these giant, um, giant monuments, giant, giant, like giant. Basically, there's a whole auditorium with perfect edges, just like this, like that, like an auditorium, and you can see it. It's an auditorium. It's underground. Like it can't be man-made. Though. The edges are perfect. And, and it's been like there's been. This is it like a rounded? Is it a rounded? Like all the walls rounded, or it's all squared? Well, the caves that go down there are rounded, and then it gets the parts where it's like everything is square. Like, like a perfect the, square. Yeah, perfect square, bro. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. And um, so I tell her like, all this information about how they found the, the the golden tablets, and the Vatican went down there to take all of that because they don't want people to know the truth. And it says that in those tablets and that um, that, that library, that golden library, because all the all the books that are made in the Asian language and they're made in, in gold. That um, that it tells the the history of this world. Of, all the civilizations that have been here for millions of years. So this world is like, you know, it has much more history and story than, than we know of. I mean, there's this idea, there's, there's a theory that civilization restarted itself about 12, over 12,000 years ago, about 16,000 years ago. And there was a, there was a catastrophe that happened that caused all life to pretty much end in one existence. I mean, we have to ask ourselves this question. We are, we are doing the same, not everything, you know, we've learned a lot of things we've learned over the years, but haven't we also learned that the mistakes we've made in the past still affect us today? I mean, we still are doing similar things. I mean, we fought wars in the past hundred years. We've caused crisis. We've had epidemics. These things have happened in history. Do you think there's a point where we ever learn, like, to stop doing the same repetitive pattern? It's yes, and I don't know. It's just the people that are in control of, like, society itself, bro. There's got to be, like, a sweet spot because we can't be too, we can't be too dumb. And also, we can't be too smart because, like, we can't have all this technology because we're not smart enough to understand that we still we're beings that deal with emotion. So, 
Imagine having somebody that gets mad because they got cheated on and has a fucking 20 ton ton atomic bomb and they're like, fuck life, boom, and they explode the fucking whole country. You know what I'm saying? We can't have that. We can't have that. That, that technology So because we we're handle this shit. Because we're emotionally Bound creatures Exactly We can't handle it. The, the advanced technology That there is They already have Fucking flying cars They already have Fucking spaceships That could go into Fucking uh, Mars and shit And hyperspace They can handle that shit What do you think These phones are made from these, This is old technology They had this technology In the fucking 1900s and shit With fucking Tesla and shit Why do you think All those people Are fucking crazy? They had issues, bro. You can't handle it. I feel like one one important aspect, especially about society, is remembering that within the times, we have this idea where future, you know, because of the shit that's going on right now, our future generations are screwed. And we've seen this time and time again where people that were around in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, throughout crises, wars in Africa, in Europe, here in the United States, in England. But now we're here now. And our generations are getting better and better and better as time has progressed. And it's not that we're getting worse. It's that our generations are able to see the faults and the problems and are trying to be able to live their lives to the fullest. But that's, that, you know, and you say better, better in... Life will be better in 100 years, guaranteed. It will be. It won't be perfect, but it won't be better. It depends, bro. It really depends. Because... As humans, we're spiritual beings, and we forget that. And the more technology we have, the more we're gonna forget about our spiritual side and more connecting within ourselves. I'm saying that's what people are forgetting. That's what people are so depressed and have like fucking oh, I need, I need this, I need this medication, I need, I need to, you know. And they just those are coping mechanisms instead of actually meditating and, and, and remembering to love yourself. Let it, and social media is another thing It's like a fucking wave You fucking get drawn by it People just jump into the water Without knowing that Hey That water doesn't exist Social media Is a fucking ocean Yeah but it's also so powerful I mean think about it Like it is. Social media also cre- Allows people that are Creative That have a business Or want to Start a movement That's important to themselves It's a double edged sword Yeah, yeah it, 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 sword. it allows us now More than ever to Yes. yes, please. Thank you. Um, it allows us more than ever to be ourselves and allow people to see that. Like, you don't have to go through a manager anymore. You don't have to go through a label. You don't have to go through uh, a marketing office. You don't have to go through anything. You could just go on, like, literally the phone and just open up a Facebook account and just create whatever you want and allow the world to see it. That definitely. But people, the young generation also forget they got to put in the work. And that's the hardest thing because it looks so simple to do. But tell me, sure not, it's so much work. And that that's what's getting lost because back in the days, hey, they fucking worked their asses off. And that's why they fucking got what they have now because they worked their fucking asses off. Well, now we have the better tools now to be able to. we have better tools, but we forget that we have to work just as hard. And that's, that's, what, that's what the problem it is. is. Double, it really is a double-edged double sword. sword. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like you can do anything. Now is the best time to be alive because you can go from one day being broken, not having shit, to the next day having a fucking, a fucking hundred, a fucking hundred million fucking followers. Just because of one thing you said, you get TikTok famous and, and you're set. And you're good. You have fucking, you're doing advertising here, advertising there. You know, you're set, but... 
It just depends how much work you put into it. Having having real conversations and having like a real perspective on everything, you kind of ask yourself this question of everything has a pro and a negative. Right. Yes. Everything has a everything has a pro and a negative. And what that means is as simple like this is we are you can either make a choice where you don't do anything because you don't want to accept the negatives, or you can do things and understand that there's always gonna be cons to everything that you do. And it's okay, it's not gonna kill you. That's the thing, yeah, people don't wanna make mistakes. That's the other thing. The youth doesn't wanna make mistakes. It, it starts from our generation to the, all the new ones. It's like, oh, I can't make a mistake. Like, but that's, but it comes down to the system. Where we learn that from, from schools. So it's systematic, you know? It's like schools have been just basically training us to be fucking slaves. Being scared of fucking change, being scared of getting things wrong. Not becoming our truest selves. Mm-hmm. Really being able to find a balance. I keep on saying this over and over again. People have to really like, you gotta embrace your individuality. You really need to be able yeah, to be who you are and accept everybody for how they are, you know? Like, fucking unconditional love, bro. Don't judge nobody, you know? That's what I definitely don't do. Now, if you're a fucking, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole, but, you know, I'm not judging you, I'm just telling you the truth, you know? <laughs> There's certain people that are assholes. You're finding, um... See, this is the thing about, especially, like, I do define myself sometimes as being a bitch, and I mean that in a good way. I define it as being a person that I'm strong about how I feel, and I know I can come off being rough, but I don't mean to. It's just me as a person, but it's my way of self-expression. How do the eggs come out? They're amazing. Yeah. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. And really just being able to, like, realize that you got to tell people. you got to be able to tell people how you feel. Not being honest. It's not the word that you use. It's being able that a person is able to see you for who you are. You say, look, this is who I am. Okay? If I hurt you in any way, shape, I apologize. That's just how I come across. Yeah. It's so easy to open to something, just removing that fear from yourself. That's the problem, the fear. The fear of judgment, which comes down to fear. People let fear get to them. When you take away the fear, and you take away the fucking, the doubt in your mind, bro, you live a happier life. You just live life for what it is. You find an inner peace. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, you know, I don't want to put it into this, but, you know, well, I'm not going to put it into this, but I'm saying, like, the younger generation depend on uh, uh, social media or other people to tell them their work. You know, and that's like, it's it's fucked up because it's like, you don't know how pretty you are because you don't want to. <laughs> you know, you, you, you're depending on how good you feel and how pretty you are 
on somebody else's opinion, which is bullshit. Because that person could be having a bad day and be like, hey, you're ugly. Thank you. You're fucking, you're fucking worthless and shit. So you, they're going to take out all that negativity out on you. When on a regular day, it would be like, hey, you're, you're pretty as fuck. And da, da, da. Like, I was so dig you, da, da, da. So, you know, fuck it. Remembering also to find yourself connected with people that are... They don't have to agree with you. This is something I've learned. You don't have to find people that agree with you. You have to be able to find people that you can relate with. Meaning where you can have polar opposite views. Like, you're conservative, they're left. But that doesn't matter. You connect on... You know what? You connect on, like, Burning Man. Um, You connect on music. Burning Man is pretty cool, Food, you know, maybe you both are a very big fan of Mexican and Latin food, and that's what you connect with. You bond over it. Bro, that's the thing. Everybody can connect. It's just fucking the fear comes down to the fear. Oh, fear of judgment. Yeah, everything's fear. Like, oh, if I like these certain type of people, then I'm gonna get judged, and my friends are not gonna like me because they're gonna think I'm dumb. Like, fuck your friends, bro. Are they really your friends that they don't, you know, accept you for who you are? No, they're not. And that's what I came down to tell my, my, my girl. Because the friends she had, they would fucking need her because she has a car. And they would call her all the time because she could drive them everywhere. And pay for some of the stuff. And when she stopped paying and driving them, they never hit her up. They stopped texting her, they stopped calling her. I'm like, you see, that's what tells you what real friends are. Real friends aren't gonna be like, hey, if you got the money, then we can hang out. If you don't got the money, then we can hang out. No. A friend will tell you, hey, don't worry about it. Just come and, and relax. Oh, you down bad? Let's go have a drink, bro. Don't, don't fucking worry about it. And that's what this world is doing. Real friends, real people. You know, I don't know if I told you this. I had a conversation um, last night mm-hmm. with a woman. And we talked about tits. Breast. I talked to a woman about female breast for 36 minutes. <laughs> and it was the most wonderful conversation because I said to her, I said... It sounds wonderful. I like I like." That. We had a really meaningful conversation about cup sizes and, like, how we find breasts sexually attractive with a, with a person that actually has one. And people have this, this fear complex of... You can't talk about it because, like, it's dirty. Oh, it's, it's dirty. It's, it's a fucking... We all suck on it when we are fucking born. Yeah, I know. It's just breasts. Like, I think... That's all it is. We gotta get out of that box. That's the problem. It's like, people just... I mean, for real, you don't need somebody to get... I'll tell you right now. You don't need people to give you answers. Yeah. You need yourself to give yourself mm-hmm. answers. We're spiritual beings, bro. Like, we know what's right from what's wrong, and we can figure out ourselves if we listen to ourselves. Because people are not listening to themselves. We're made to everybody else. We're made out of energy. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. 
good, it's good energy right now because the bunch is I can't believe I feel like I'm doing a podcast right now. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I might post this. Might, yeah. would, would you be down if I posted this? I don't care, bro. We already told you I, I should have been on a while ago. Just talking shit. I've wanted to do something like this for a while. I've wanted to just like put out my phone, just record, just have a conversation, and just post it. The next time we'll do it like videos. So we're just like with the, with the scenery, bro. You know? We have to get a tower right here. Yeah, we have to get a tripod. The scenery, and people can see like the, the environment that we're in. So right now we're watching, we're looking at palm trees, it's nice beautiful. view of the beach. The clouds are a little dark. Yeah, it's a little dark, but we got one side clouds, one side, uh, 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 you know, sunny clouds or whatever, bright clouds. We got a nice pier, palm, chill people walking on the beach, having a great time enjoying their fucking retirement. <laughs> That's Florida, honey, for you. That's fucking Florida. Zerofield Beach. Check it out if you ever get a chance. This is it. This is why I wanted to come here. Over here, it's really chill. People forget that even in a conservative state, and I'm not trying to get political. It's just like this is a fact. Like Florida is a very conservative state. And I love it because of that. But when you you drive down and you come here to South Florida, I don't know about West because back back out in Tampa they're all crackheads. But <laughs> over here in the East, we have a very diverse, liberal, conservative, independent. It's a very diverse community. A lot of different towns like Boca, Fort Lauderdale, Davie, Miami, Hollywood. Your New Yorker came out. Fort Lauderdale. That's how I talk. That's how I talk. You city trash. I am city trash. <laughs> not city trash. You're not white trash. City trash. I'm city trash. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Well, this is it right here. This is the vibe. But all serious name. Like, like going back to what we were saying before. Yeah. I think two key elements of what has allowed us to survive for so long is individuality and community. And I did. we did an episode about this. I did an episode where we talked about individual communities. Yes, I heard it. I heard that one. And the way that all religions, all cults, all followings... They all start from an individual perspective. Somebody believes in something that somebody else relates to, they connect with, and then they keep on building from there over and over and over again until we get what we have now. I feel like those are the two key elements of what may, has allowed us to survive for the past 200,000 years. You might be on to something, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Honestly, I'm thinking about titties right now. <laughs> Me too, but I am talking about this too. A lot of half-naked women out here. It's just like, thank you, Lord Jesus. I mean, personally for me, I'm more of like a, a C, kind of a 38C, 36. To, um... Man, I like all kind of women, bro. Look at that, um, petite. 38G's, nice. 38G is one of my favorites. So 38G is kind of like, I'm sorry we're talking about this, but it's important to me. Uh, 38G is, well, the woman's not too thin, you know, because 38 is a pretty wide waist. Yeah, it really is. But 
you still have a beautiful person that has beautiful breasts. And doesn't it's not a perfect waist. It's like the for me, I call it the imperfect waist, but the most beautiful waist. It's like even like a forty-two is fine. But the weird thing is, I, I don't care about the size to be honest. In my experience, I found that women, you know, and not trying to say that women with smaller breasts, you know, don't have a great personality. But they do. Women with big breasts, in my experience, have had the most amazing personality. Like, don't get me wrong, like because it's because of society's confidence. Because women that have smaller breasts, they're not given the same confidence. Um. Just say yes and no. Yes and no. I don't feel like smaller breasts makes less of a woman. I think they're still no, a beautiful. Definitely not. No, I'm not saying that's a woman. I'm just saying I guess the big breasts will make makes them more open. That's afraid. You know. They gotta be more confident. Yeah, they have to be more confident. Where you know smaller breasts of women, I kinda have to open them up. You know, and, and they're great, they're great people. Like they, they have great personalities and stuff, like don't get me wrong. But um, I feel like big breasted women have um, more more of a confidence, like you said, which is pretty valid. But, you know, overall, women have, bro, they're, they're, they're and, you know, you know, guys are going to be like, what the fuck? But women, women are better than men. Why? Because they're more conscious, they're more caring, and... They think about shit more than men do. They're not afraid of their emotions. Mm-hmm. And they know how to control their emotions more. Not saying that, you know, but... Remember, like men, men, men are... Men are just impulsive. And that's the bad thing about us, that we're so impulsive. And we're also very emotional. We do it, yeah. We're super emotional. Super bro. emotional. I mean, think We're fucking... We're still kids. We're grown men that are still kids. We fucking sucked on our mother's teeth. And, you know, like... We're still sucking on them because we still sometimes we still looking for that love that we got as a kid and, and we're trying to fulfill that gap. And just some way or another, we're a mistake because I mean, like when we're developed in the womb, we all we all start off as female, and then there's a mistake that makes us male. But we're not trying to bash men. I mean, we're just saying that I feel like with with gender equality and all of it. We gotta respect the person, not the persons. Yeah, 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 that's true. I'm just calling it what it is. You know? Yeah, of course. On my opinion, you know, it's just, it's just hard. It's, it's, it's hard to be a man nowadays. Because there's so many expectations that shouldn't be there. You know? Equality, bro. We're all, we're all, we're all the same. We all bleed. We all cry. There's so much weight put on a fucking man. Oh, you have to be, you have to be rough, and you have to be tough, and you have to do this. And you have think, to be, think about women, where they have now social media and all this beauty and big yeah. breasts and. But, but, and it's crazy because it's like, bro, they should just be them. Let them, let them be happy being themselves. You know why all these expectations when they should just be beautiful people and love each other. You know, what do you think fucking, uh, 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 what is it? You go to Amsterdam, you go to fucking Netherlands. Oh, those people are so loving. They're so nice. Because they don't, they don't run with that agenda. All that agenda is, is, fil- is put into here so we can buy, buy, buy. You know? 
know, it was, it's with that mentality, like, oh, just this, remembering this what we got to sell to them. We got to make them think that they look beautiful with this product and, and that product. And it's like they're fucking up this generation. They're fucking up the, the you know, their own country. I'll, I'll tell you something right now. For me, as a gay man, what I find a woman to be attractive is how she presents herself. It's not what she wears or the makeup she has on. It's a confidence. Yeah, it's how she presents. Like, you know, like, who you, who you are as a person. Are you, you know, more of a tomboy? Are you more girly? Are you more boho? Are you more punk? You're representing yourself to the fullest. You're finding the truest value of yourself. And I feel like as people, we need to remember, be yourself. It's so easy to hide behind somebody else's shadows. But at the same time, just be your own. It's not that hard. It is hard. Be your own, you dumb bitch. <laughs> you picking desserts? <clears throat> we gotta pick a starters because we're still drinking and it's, we're going on a lunch. So we're gonna keep this rolling. I gotta get washed my hands. I got maple syrup all over them. Oh, that's cute. Let's see what we got here. Dip it into the into the mimosa. What? Your fingers. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> Want me to suck my I finger think, in front yeah. of public? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that'll be really sexual. I gotta sell. I gotta. I gotta sell the product, bro. I told you. I gotta find you a sugar daddy over here. <laughs> I think I think I'm sounding like a pimp now. You've had this dream for <laughs> so long. I, I gotta, I'm gonna be your manager. That's the new word now. I'm gonna be your manager. Manager, yeah. <laughs> they changed the word from pimp to manager. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, not like all the white fuckers that like screwed over all of those rock bands. You know, they were like, you wanted to make you something one of these days. Pimp's gotta pay taxes now, so you call me manager. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> all right. LLC now. Yeah. That, that's that's what they're doing now, bro. It's crazy. They gotta make a way of making a living on it, you know? They gotta, uh, Uncle, they gotta, Sam, I, Uncle Sam gotta get his cut, you know? Gotta suck on the teeth. <laughs> Not the tits, the teeth. Uh, I've always loved that phrase. I loved it. Well, it's crazy how... It's, it's, the difference is just on the pronunciation. But, of the word, but it's the word, so like, beautiful. You can't say tit in college, but you can say teet. <laughs> so, so in France, if you say teet, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. say titties. titties. No, it's okay. I'm from France. In French. We're racist motherfuckers. That's, yeah. how, that's how we're born. That's right. No, but all seriousness, like, I'm, I'm like Moroccan, French, so like, yeah, we're just really. arrogant fucking bastards, like, all the way. And we're okay with it. Listen, I'm equally racist, all right? I'm racist against everybody, because New York, that's what you do. Do you have a bathroom by any chance? Yeah, you go right through those double doors over there to the left. It's right in front of them. Okay, I'm dyslexic. you got to show me. <laughs> yeah, he is. Come here. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Oh, man.
if I can take these plates out of your way. Okay. going on though yeah, like it, it looks it's valid bro this is this is this is a valid podcast right here this is valid people put for- it, uh uh let me see uh random thoughts by the beach or some shit like that no i had an idea for it what was that it was called junkies having brunch i like that one junkies having brunch junkies having brunch yes that is it. That's it right there, bro. I, I'm telling you, man. Like I've been, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, bro, and like you got this sauce, bro. You got this sauce, and we gotta do it. Got this, bro. I just want to record, like honestly, like, just record conversation with the people, random people, friends, random people. I just post it. Starting to become a thing, by the way. People have been doing that. Like, they'll walk up to somebody like, how much you pay for rent? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And that's it. You start a conversation. This is the first time I heard some shit like that, so you might be out the phone. My favorite was, um, this, is, this is where I got the idea for the, ooh, yeah, we got more mimosas. Yeah. Endless. If, Endless. If, if we don't walk out of here, like, thinking that the world is moving, we're not, we're not right. You gotta get eighteen dollars worth. That's the thing. You have to, you have to, bro. Absolutely. We get wings next. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm down. Um. What was I? What was I saying? Uh. Oh. So. We're gonna do a segment, which is called the Nobodies. Uh, I got this idea from a TikToker and also a YouTuber, where he interviews these homeless people. So he goes over to homeless people and he asks them convers- like questions of like, what it is like to be homeless? Uh, how did you get here? What could we be doing differently? Like, do you think it's bad in this city? Con- those kind of questions. And one of our co-hosts, which is Eli, she, her, um, her, par- her partner, uh, they're, they grew up homeless. So we wanted to really focus on the nobody's class. You know, we always talk about the workers' class, the middle class, the wealthy class, but we always forget about the nobody's class. Good point. Yes, uh, you wanted to get. Oh, yeah. You get the wings? Wings? What flavor was it? I like spicy, you know that me by now. Alright, we'll get spicy then. Spicy honey garlic, yeah. 
Um, also, we're gonna need extra napkins, honey. I'll get you some wet napkins too. You wanna do ranch or blue cheese or both? Yeah. yeah, I'm more of a ranch person. Thank you. What? Okay, so we got the we got the recording going on over here. Why do you think we don't talk about the nobody's class as much as we should be? See, now what I think is that people are too, too afraid of the truth. And not the truth of the people, but the truth of themselves. Um, they're scared to be taken off that bracket that they're probably in mentally. That they have all this and they have all that. And just have, also they don't have the right, they don't have the right values because they haven't been taught the right values. So that's why they're constantly on a, on a treadmill trying to catch up to, to a dream that isn't even theirs. They're living somebody else's dream. They're not being able to be given. I mean, you know, if you think about it, when we talk about the nobody's class, and this is my definition of this, it's nobody's because they don't belong to anyone. They belong to a class of, aww, are they okay? Yeah, like, aww, like, I'm sorry you're addicted to math. Aww, you sleep in your own urine? Like, that, that kind of mentality is being put on to these people. But I don't think anything has been done to give these people a shot because you know what? It's hard when you're a single mom with three kids and your husband just left you and you have no money. What are you supposed to do? What are you going to do? Who's going to help you? You don't have any family. You know, like, you're on your own. If you don't have the money, you don't have a place to take care of your kids. You're kind of hopeless, to be honest. Yes and no. Because sometimes it's those hardships that teach you who you can, who you really are. Either sink or swim, you know? Sink or swim. Either you make it for the kids or you don't make it because of your own pride. It's as simple as that, bro. It's really as simple as that. Sometimes you have to be reminded that you can do whatever is possible. The love I got for my daughter got me to change my mentality. And so I'm not partying every fucking weekend. I'm not fucking drinking every day like I used to. I build my business. Fucking, uh, I'm doing what I have to do. I work two jobs. I fucking earn my money and, and, and I spend it however the fuck I want, but I spend it financially. You know, I'm conscious of what I'm spending and what I'm doing. And that's also another key, knowing how to how to work your finances is, is, is vital. And that's something that they don't teach us in school. Because they don't want us to know how to handle it. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, please don't. No, I got a tattoo yesterday of my cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. 
pretty cool. I feel like another. I've seen this before, especially with homeless people, where they have animals, and uh, they're so important. They're so important when they're a part of your life because they. They teach us a very valuable lesson that most humans don't know. It's a relationship, bro. It's very valuable. Unconditional love. Unconditional love, bro. That's it. It's a very hard thing for humans to give, is unconditional love. Very, very hard, bro. Very hard. Very hard. And that's, but that's the key to, to, to being successful. Successful is not a fucking not a fucking price tag. It's not a fucking amount of money that you gotta have. But it's a state of mind, bro. Success is a state of mind. It's all about psyche. Listen. I fucking um put it like this, this is another uh, I guess another example of, of unconditional love. So the other day, uh, this probably happened like months ago. But um, my girl sister was acting up. She got a little crazy. Went over to my house and started getting. This upset. is the 19 year old you're talking. 19 year old, yeah. She got upset because my girl didn't want to drive her all the way back down to Dayu, which is a 30 minute drive to where they live just because I wouldn't go with her. So I'm like, listen, you can drive your sister down. I don't have to go with you. I'm really tired. It's three in the fucking morning. We had fun and everything. And you already talked with your sister. Your sister said she would take a cab back home. Just to help people understand this, driving to Davie three o'clock in the morning is real fucking tough because there's no lights. There's no lights. There's no lights <laughs> going down there. You're doing side roads, highway, side roads, and then you're there. It's It sucks. It sucks. It really does. So she's getting upset, and instead of her being, listen, you know, talking to me like, hey, listen, you know, I really want to go home, sorry, I, you know, she gets out her mouth and says, motherfucker, you gotta better take me motherfucking home, da 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 da. So she's doing this in my Thank house, you. and I'm like, listen, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but you in my motherfucking house, like, you're not gonna come talk to me in my house, and in my home, listen, always treat your home as your fucking, as your, as your fucking kingdom. Never let anybody disrespect your kingdom. And once they step in, they always gotta follow. Yeah, you. but but remembering also not being the idea ideology of a man of your own castle. It's the idea of creating your own safe yes. environment. Safe environment, correct? Yes, yes. Because I tell Nia all the time. That's that's her castle. You know, we share it together, and, and we come there for peace. So she came to disturb the peace, basically. And I told her to fuck off. She's like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, all right. I grabbed her bag. And I'm like, if you're going if you're gonna keep hollering and screaming and yelling on the top of your lungs, I have neighbors. Everybody listens. It's three in the fucking morning. Everybody's sleeping so they can hear you screaming at the top of your fucking lungs. And she didn't stop. So I'm like, you know what? I grabbed her bag. Because her, her sister would, you know, my girl wouldn't do it. Because she's like, oh, but that's my little sister. You know, just feel bad for her. I'm like, no, you can't baby her. No, you can't. I grabbed her shit. I'm like, hey, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I threw her shit right in the fucking, right in the street. I'm like, listen, call your mom, call your boyfriend, call whatever the fuck you want. But you're not going to come and disrespect me in my house because I don't go to your home and do that. That's very disrespectful. Oh, fuck you, motherfucker. You can't tell me what to do. I'm like, you're right. I can't tell you what to do. But, but you're in my house. This is my house, and you're not going to do that in my house. Have a great day. 
bang, well, great night. And bang, I threw her shit out. She, just, she called her mom. She was making a scene outside, crying. The neighbors came out. They're like, you know, they're like looking at shit. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna go inside. I fucking had a nice drink and I relaxed and I was watching a movie. Her mom called me, picked, t- told me, hey, I'm, I'm picking up my daughter. What, what's going on? She said me that you kicked her out. I'm like, yeah, it's very disrespectful. And and I don't want her in my house ever again until she learns how to respect me. And she's like, oh, okay, no, I definitely understand that and I want to apologize beforehand about my daughter. I'm like, you don't have to apologize. It's, it's her that has to apologize, but at the end of the day, no hard feelings, you know. She, she can come to my home any day. She just, maybe she was on an off day that day. Just her, this is a great example of this. Also, and, parents. And I have love for her, bro. I have love for her. Like, I want her to be the best version of herself, you know. And I will always have her back. Hey, I see, I see her over here, and I see some guy trying to fucking manhandle her or whatever. I will fucking go and beat the shit out of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And she's a woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm always gonna protect her. But it's unconditional love, bro. Like I always got love for her. You know? It's just the young generation. She, to this day, she still hates me. <laughs> it's remembering also that as much as parents may fuck up, parents may be terrible, parents may make mistakes, here's the thing, though. A parent can't control their kid 100%. You can't because they have their own mind. If a child decides to be a fuck up... You can blame the parent for making the mistakes that they made. They could have done things to avoid that, right? But if the child keeps on fucking up and the parent is trying as much as they are able, you can't blame the parent. You can't, bro. You really can't. And I and I tell this to everybody, and they're like, oh, and they might be thinking, ah, you don't know nothing. But motherfuckers, listen. I grew up in the Bronx, in New York. And my parents did everything they could. My father did everything he could. He gave me everything that I could have, you know, ever want. I mean, not the best, obviously, not fucking, you know, what you would consider wealthy, but it got us through. And it wasn't therefore that I decided to go to the street and I decided to learn and, 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 and be in gangs. That wasn't their decision. That was my decision. And even though, you know, they, they were, they, you know, they... Excuse me, they're old school parents. So, you know, they, yeah, they had to, you know, hit me with the belt a couple of times and stuff like that. But I think, excuse me, all of that was necessary for me to become the man I am today. Because if I didn't have those. Um, I'm just going to keep them coming once yes. they're low, if that's okay. <laughs> if they weren't Thank there you. to teach me those lessons in life that, hey, you can't do this, you didn't get your ass beat, I would be in jail right now. I wouldn't be where I am right now enjoying this beautiful, this beautiful endless mimosas in fucking Deerfield with good friends and fucking good vibes and just chilling here talking all the shit that I want. One thing that cults will always forget to tell you is suffering is what makes us as people. Sometimes the dumbest shit that we do the, the the most dangerous thing I mean Jesus Christ the most dangerous things that we do they make us who we are later in life they make us people that visualize and realize things that we wouldn't have understood if we didn't go through that trauma that's true bro very true 